This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to 2019. It's the future, uh, and it is looking bright. Uh, my name is Garrett Morlang. This is Super Gamer Boys, and here in the studio with me is none other than future JJ Purdom. That's right. I've come from the future, and <laughs> happy new year to every one of you. Thank you for com- coming to our podcast. Okay, uh, well, JJ seems a little a little drunk from his uh, New Year's festivities. We were celebrating. It's it's a celebration of a of a New Year. I love you, Garrett. I love you. I love you too, JJ. Yeah, it's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. Uh, well, yeah, we are here from the future. Uh, you know, I got I'm riding my hoverboard uh, over here to the studio. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I was drinking that uh, Nuka Cola. Uh, yeah, it's been been pretty great. Right, Scott. We were like going 1.21 gigawatts, dude. We're in the future, and it it kind of feels the exact same as the as the past. Yeah, it's great. New year, new us, new year's resolutions. Do you have any new year's resolutions for for this year? That's an interesting question. I have always been one of those guys that's like, I don't want to make resolutions. I just try to live in the now. You know, he's like, I not make promises I'm not going to keep. You know, a lot of people always say, dude, I'm going to the gym. And they get those year-long gym memberships. And then they go for like the first three weeks. And then they stop. And then they keep having to pay for that one-year gym membership. So uh, as far as like a, a resolution, I am pretty on point with that whole keto diet thing. I'm 75 pounds down from where I started. I'm doing really great. Now I think it's time to step it into the next gear. So I'm going to go ahead and make that resolution to go and get that gym membership that I'm going to pay for for a year and only get to go for three weeks. That's the plan. Nice. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Hey, at least it's not my wallet. <laughs> um, you mean you mean Super Gamer Boys doesn't cover that in our in our contracts? Uh, unfortunately not. At this point, we've made probably negative a hundred dollars, but, uh, we're we're on a roll, you know, it's, it can only get better from here, right? Do I owe you anything for that, by the way? Because if, if so, you just go ahead and you send the bill. You you got my address. Okay. I'll hit you up. (laughs) You betcha. Uh, uh, yeah. For New Year's resolutions for me, um, to be honest, uh, I don't know, maybe I, I need to, uh, start working out a little more. You know, I'm getting a little 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 flabby here. I don't want to say anything to you, but yeah, you kind of been yeah, letting been, it go, I've been, buddy. I've been packing on the pounds, letting it go. <laughs> well, it's hard to tell with that gorgeous looking shirt you're wearing right now. Yeah, right. So for Christmas, our uh, number one listener, Star Andrews, numero uno fan, if you speak Espanol, <laughs> she uh, she hooked us up with some sweet Super Gamer Boys merch. Uh, I got an awesome. Uh, Long sleeve baseball team, maybe I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has my Twitter handle on my left sleeve at G Morlang. Uh, 
the Super Gamer Boys logo on my chest. And on my right sleeve, there's an awesome little uh, Game Boy cartridge uh, ready to be um, stuck somewhere, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I want so desperately to say some, but I'm going to hold back. But no, you know what? Honestly, gorgeous looking t-shirt. Your your shirt is beautiful. And like you said, you got your Twitter handle on your left sleeve in big letters at G Morlang. And uh, it's almost as cool as the one that I'm wearing on this other side of the table right now that has my Twitter handle, at JJ Purdom. And honestly, Star, you are incredible. These things are really awesome. Thank you so much. We're getting it out there, man. And so now now we're moving on up, dude. Heck that, yeah. To that east side apartment yeah, in the right. sky. I'm not sure how the words of that song go. But I'm- no, not me neither. But yeah, we also got some sweet vinyl stickers, so I'll be slapping that on on my car soon enough. Trudy's going to love that, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put one on every window. <laughs> I love it. Seriously, <laughs> thanks, Star. They look really great. You can actually check us out on our social media sites. We're going to be putting those up so you can check out the shirts. And you, if you haven't seen what Garrett and I look like, if you're just hearing your voice or just hearing our voices, sometimes when I listen to podcasts or I listen to, uh, to radio, I hear somebody's voice. And then when you get to see what they look like, it is a total mind screw because normally it doesn't really mesh with what you hear in their voice. So I know you're probably thinking, Matt JJ, he's probably, what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, ripped to shreds. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be right either. <laughs> so go ahead and check out our social media uh, sites and you can see it. You could also probably see it on, uh, on supergamerboys.com. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm not the one who posts that kind of stuff. That would be at G Morlang on Twitter. Yeah, maybe I'll get on the website. I've kind of dropped the ball a little bit with that, but at least we have one. Uh, no, yeah, but thank you so much again. Uh, we're looking real schnazzy now, and um, who knows? Maybe we'll get some 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 more sweet sweet listeners. Alrighty, well, let's get down to it. It is time for the nerdy nudes of the week. Nerdy nudes. So this week we are going to let's see. Dive into our new... Hey, before before you do that, I didn't get a chance to ask you because we literally ran into each other, ran in here, jumped on the microphones trying to get it hot and heavy because we missed out on a couple of weeks of being able to bring our podcatic awesomeness to our listeners. How was Christmas, man? Did you have a good time? Uh, yeah, it was great. I uh, spent Christmas weekend, uh, you know, all together, me, my wife, my son, down in San Diego with her family. Um, It was a blast. Loved hanging out with them. Got to play a lot of Smash Brothers with my brother-in-law. Got to um, hang out with my nephews a bit and play with them. It's always always a lot of fun. Uh, And then, uh, unfortunately, I had to work this week, so I had to drive back Christmas Day um, back up here to Modesto. Um, So I've been all alone the rest of the week. But uh, why are you smiling so much? (laughs) What is? I don't. I'm not reading your facials. What did you wink at me for? You're not supposed to tell people that. Oh, oh, I'm, oh that was a... That's just for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't pick up social cues very well. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, it's been one of those things where it's like been a lot of fun to obviously like catch up on shows and video games and ga- whatever else I need to do and hanging out with friends. But at the same time, I'm like day one, like that night, I was just like, I really miss my wife and my son. <laughs> I was like, this, this sucks, but eh, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, what about you? How was your, your Christmas? You know what? It was extremely interesting. I, it was good. 
yet interesting. We do the split Christmases because, of course, my family and then uh, my wife's family. This year at my house, we hosted Christmas for the first time. Janet and I have been married for over 16 years now, so um, we've never hosted before. Our home is finally to a point where we could uh, have people there and and, uh, enjoy it and have enough space for everyone. Um, Funny enough, I have never scrubbed a baseboard in my life, but I was doing a whole lot of that kind of stuff. And then she wanted it to be absolutely perfect. She had me touching up paint everywhere. So Christmas Eve, uh, we had talked back and forth about what we were going to offer as the main course. We do kind of a potluck style with my family. So they all will bring a dish and it kind of helps take some of the pressure. So you're not having to do all of the work. And uh, they turned around and ended up bringing a bunch of stuff. Well, Janet, Christmas Eve, brings a frozen turkey at about eight o'clock at night. And I freaked out. I said, you know that you have to defrost that for like three days, right? And she's like, you never told me that. <laughs> so so I, I looked up online and stayed up all night long, setting alarms and putting it in cold water and flipping it over with new water every 30 minutes. For you, like you, didn't, you didn't try to cook it in the microwave? I don't have a microwave. Okay. No, it's just yeah. the whole thing. I was on social media the last, it was around Thanksgiving time. There's a big meme going around where you're supposed to text your mom and ask her, how do you cook your turkey in the microwave? And all everyone's moms is freaking out like, no, <laughs> don't do that. No. <laughs> it was pretty great. No, I did not cook it. In, and here, here's the thing. Like, so uh, I stayed up all night, extremely tired. We did the Christmas thing. People show up. Turkey came out. It looked amazing. So worried that I was going to pull a Grinch and like, you know, start to cut into it and smoke was going to come out. Not what happened. It actually worked out pretty good. And it was actually still mostly moist. There was a little bit of dryness to it. It wasn't the greatest turkey of all time, but it yeah, worked but that, out. That's what's great. That's, that's what the gravy's for, you know? Oh, dude, for sure. There's loads and loads of gravy on there. It's good <laughs> for stuff. sure. No, but it, it worked out fantastic. But sorry to interrupt. I just was curious about your Christmas. So let's get on to the nerdy nudes. All righty. So our first news article... The title goes uh, as follows. Aquaman rules the Christmas Day box office. This is by Vinny Mancuso over at Collider. Uh, I'm just going to read the uh, first paragraph here of um, the article because I like uh, I like the way this, this guy uh, writes a little bit here. As a wise philosopher once said, yeah, <laughs> Warner Brothers Aquaman served to a highly successful holiday box office taking in another $22 million on Christmas Day and bringing its five-day domestic total to $105 million. This number puts James Wan's DC Comics epic in good company in terms of Christmas Day hauls, behind only Avatar at $23 million, Sherlock Holmes, $24.6 million, and three straight Star Wars movies, Rogue One at $25.8, The Last Jedi at $27.4, and The Force Awakens at $49 million. So, um, yeah, yeah. And of course, Aquaman is surging worldwide, already spearing over $500 million overseas. Um, so that's insane to me. Like for, I mean, DC movies make money, but with their track record, I, if I would have forecasted what this movie was going to make, it was going to be like pennies. Cause I mean, people got burned by Batman versus Superman. They got burned by... Uh, Suicide Squad. They got burned by Justice League, and it's just like, okay, this is the fourth, fourth or fifth, or I don't know, I don't know who's counting. But at this point, it's been too many DC movies where people have been so disappointed 
why would this one be any different? But Wonder, I don't know. People, Wonder, people Woman are was, Wonder Woman was Wonder super Woman was great. great and Wonder Woman was great, yeah. I think that they finally are hitting on the right formula. And so that's kind of what it all comes down to is taking the things that work and, and some of the things that don't work, pushing them off to the side. And they're taking a page out of Marvel's book. I mean, Marvel has been killing it with the Marvel movies for so long now, and they just have like the perfect formula. Um, what I'm noticing in just in the previews that I've seen of these trailers from this Aquaman movie, there's far more humor and the humor really lands. Whereas some of the other ones were a little more dark and a little more oh, yeah. of a more serious tone. They've all been serious, dark, brooding. Like it's always like the dark and brooding Superman, the dark and brooding Batman, and just like even like visually, like filmed very dark and mm -hmm. kind of dingy. Um this one, yeah, you can see right away in the trailers, like it's so bright and brilliant and like looking at uh Atlantis, I think is the city where he's from. <laughs> you don't know your Aquaman lore, dude. Come on. Nobody knows no one cares about Aquaman. Aquaman is my son's favorite. So he doesn't like, know anything. He's seven. <laughs> yeah. Uh but no, it was so I yeah, you can definitely tell visual like just right away from the trailer, like, okay, this is something different. There's a couple jokes thrown in the trailer, like it's a little more lighthearted, but yeah, it's it's still a shock to me. I'm still surprised, and I'm glad because I love DC. I love you know all those superheroes. Um, generally, at least, I'll talk about it a little later in the show about uh, I watched Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That's kind of uh, tilted the scales a little bit, um, but generally, you know, I was always a big fan of Batman and just those DC comic heroes. So I'm glad they're getting a little a little love. Um, and then uh, it goes on. It has some more numbers. Uh, for that Christmas day, Mary Poppins returns. So the new Mary Poppins movie that came out, um, just in the last week, I believe, uh, nabbed 11.6 million on Christmas, hmm. 50 million domestically over five days. So not doing so hot. Um, not doing terrible, I guess, but it's doing all right. And then, uh, the new Transformers Bumblebee movie, uh, came in at 8.9 million on Christmas Day and 34.2 million overall, which that one, you know, isn't doing so hot either. But again, that's one of those things where Transformers hasn't had a great track record. Like they made a lot of mo money overseas because action movies tend to make a lot of money overseas. Um, but the story has got so kind of eluded. Like people in the States generally tend to stay steer clear of that. So the fact that it's making you know, what money it is, um, just in the few days it's been out. Uh, that's impressive as well. And it's gotten like raving reviews. People are loving the new Transformers movie. So that's, that's exciting. I, I got to go see that one. Is Shia point. LaBeouf in this movie? <laughs> no. Oh, I didn't, I didn't think No, it. no, he hasn't been in the last three. Yeah. This is Bumblebee you're so, talking about, right. right? That has John Cena in it. Yes. yes. John Cena. Yes. Yeah. Um, the only one I can, like, person i can i remember in there is the uh, Haley steinfeld she's like the main character the girl who hmm. um kind of uh gets bumblebee uh and you know in his uh classic uh, uh volkswagen bug form <laughs> um but uh yeah that's the other neat thing about it it is like a uh like a prequel what takes place back in the 70s i believe so it's kind of kind of neat different take on it because it had been getting like farther and farther in the future more and more convoluted they threw Mark Wahlberg in there. Uh, it was a little. Well, was, that's what saves the day. Like you just throw Mark Wahlberg on to do something. Yeah, not not for Transformers. <laughs> it dug their day, their their grave even deeper. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, let's jump into 
the next news piece here. Um, we are going to talk about, here it is, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate is the fastest selling game in the series on the fastest selling system of this generation. This is by Ben Kuchera over at Polygon. Uh, so Nintendo has announced that the Nintendo Switch is the fastest selling video game system of this generation. So compared to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, it may not have sold more, but it's definitely the fastest selling. Um, from its launch in March of 2017 through November of 2018, Nintendo Switch has sold more than 8.7 million units just in the U.S., um, which is you know outpacing U.S. sales of all other current generation systems at the same point in their life cycles. Nintendo is also celebrating the sales of its hardware, as the MPD Group claims that Nintendo is the top-selling U.S. publisher thus far in 2018, and the performance of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate may help cement that ranking. Um, so... The Super Smash Brothers Ultimate has sold over 3 million copies in 11 days, which is insane. Um, uh, other recent games are also doing well. Nintendo has announced that Pokemon Let's Go, Pikachu, and Eevee have sold a total of 2 million units together, and Super Mario Party has sold 1.4 million copies. Um, these numbers are only for the U.S., uh, making the totals even more impressive. So just within the U.S., like Nintendo's killing it, and I mean they're they're doing even better worldwide. So how how is I don't know if you have the information there, but I know that this is all just based on the U.S. But how how is the uh, the Switch itself doing worldwide? I mean, is it is it selling gangbusters in like Japan and in Europe and stuff? Um, let me look it up here real quick, see if I can find it. So as far as I can tell, um. As of September of 2018, it has sold 22.86 million units, uh, which is a lot. That's insane. Um, I forget, as of, uh, there was an article, I know we talked about it on an earlier episode, and I don't think I knew that either. Um, there was a news article that came out a few months ago, though, where they were like, or earlier this year, they're like, hey, we plan on selling this many switches in the next year and for a while people are like nah there's no way they're not going to be able to do it um but i don't know if as of september they're at 22.86 million and that's since that's not including november black friday sales which they had some sweet deals on switches on black friday uh it doesn't include december sales which not only would include people who would buy the console when smash brothers came out on the 7th a lot of people bought a console because of smash brothers um that was on the 7th and then at the end of the month was christmas so there's like three major days like three major time periods where the switch is probably just sales skyrocketed so and that this this these charts here don't even include those um those two months so i would be shocked <clears throat> if they didn't reach there i i want to say it was around 30 million uh goal because that's, that's attainable so I, I, I feel like as fast as it's selling, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, well, I did I did mention to my son, because he was kind of a little devastated that he didn't get the Switch for Christmas. I did let him know ahead of time, hey, you're not going to get it, but don't worry, because Uncle Garrett's getting it for you for, for uh, Easter. So uh, Easter? I, yeah, what? Gonna, yeah, it's kind of like a second Christmas for us, so okay. might well, want to go ahead and get that order now, Garrett. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, start saving my pennies now want, and you don't mortgage want, the house and sell the car. And, you don't want to be the crappy <laughs> uncle that, you know, 
makes promises you can't keep them. Yeah, no, that'd be, just, that would just be the worst. <laughs> that would be the worst. You're a horrible person, JJ. <laughs> Better you than me, buddy. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, that's that's just really exciting to me because that just um, how that uh, what 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 that can mean is um, only more good games for the Switch. Like the more it sells, the more publishers and the more Nintendo, people are just going to keep investing, keep throwing bigger and better and more impressive games on there. Hopefully, you know, over the next year, we can start getting, there's already been rumors of newer iterations on the Switch console. So obviously I have the launch model. I bought it um, March of 2017 when it was released. And generally... With their other consoles, such as the Wii or even the DS, 3DS, all those, they always have um, different iterations on it. It's like they've had the 3DS or the 3DS, the 2DS, the new 3DS, the uh, the new 2DS. Like they they come out with new iterations with better screens, better speakers, better microphone, different shape, different size, different everything. So I would not be surprised and i'm really hoping they do over the next year or two that they start coming out with more iterations on the switch whether it's maybe a more compact model that's maybe slightly cheaper maybe you can get it for 200 bucks and it's a little bit smaller and made to like fit in a pocket or something Mm -hmm. Um, maybe they'll make a model that's um, maybe about the same size but the way technology is going maybe it's a little more powerful it's similar to like a ps4 pro and maybe it can do a little better graphics and, and stuff like that and maybe have a little bit better screen on it like because right now the screens are 720p maybe they can you know sneak a 1080p display on there so that is what i'm most excited about is the more it sells the more nintendo's like hey we got a hit here the more publishers are like hey we got a hit here we can put better games on it nintendo's like we can make better consoles we're gonna keep iterating on this um and yeah, I'm just super stoked for that. I would not be opposed to getting a smaller Switch. You're actually, you have the Switch sitting here on our table. I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, when you said that there, the possibility, just the idea of there being a smaller, maybe a little more compact, uh, pocket-sized Switch, that would be almost perfect for for our needs. You know, not have What my biggest fear is uh, about like my boy getting a Switch, him breaking it. I'm just, I just know he doesn't have a whole lot of uh, respect for things. So I would just be worried about him dropping it and, you know, oops and dropping it again. And then pretty soon it just doesn't turn on, you know? So I think like a little more compact size might, you know, that's been one of the bigger things that has kept me from purchasing it. That and the the price, (laughs) you know, not having money, you know, kind of gets in the way a little bit, you know? (laughs) No, totally. Yeah. And I mean, he's got to learn sometime, you know, he's got to. Maybe you just need to buy an old Game Boy just right buy now. An old Game Boy and just <laughs> practice like, on this. This is worth more than your life. Just <laughs> totally like like just totally bluff it. Make them think it's worth more than your life. Just scare you know scare them straight. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, I'm super stoked for that. So this next article isn't really news. So maybe it doesn't belong in here. So maybe this is a segment within the segment. We can call it. Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't even think about what I would call a segment within a segment. I'm is sorry. Is it kind of like a matrix within the matrix? Yeah, this is like the matrix. So we can call this. We can call it the inner, the inner segment. The inner sanctum. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm lame and didn't think we ahead. We suck. Th- there was the no preparation here. Man, we are the worst. I, I, he legitimately really was hungover when he walked in here stinking to high heaven of vodka. And I don't know, was that orange juice that I smelled? Cranberry juice. Cranberry juice. Sipping on that stuff, man. (laughs) 
Um, anyways, down to <laughs> the, the the topic at hand here. There's an article that came out by Nick Stat on the at the Verge. 13 best games for your new PlayStation 4. Um, and the idea behind this article was that um, obviously this season, tons of people got the PS4 console for Christmas. Um, and it's you know, there's, PS4 has sold more than 86 million units in its lifetime. Uh, and pe- new people coming in, they're going to be wondering, they're going to be asking their friends, their family, and obviously I'm sure they're going to be Googling best PlayStation 4 games to play. And so they put together 13 games that they think everyone should play um, and pick up if they have a PlayStation 4. And I just thought it'd be neat if we went through this, talked about whether we played these games or not, and then if we have even a couple other suggestions for ourselves like that you know, that we would give to our listeners um, and to each other here, then, yeah, we can kind of go over that. I've got plenty of suggestions. <laughs> Great. Not just about game. I mean, I got lots of things. I got this, this mind is just wisdom. swimming. Well, I wouldn't wisdom. call it wisdom. Um, but <laughs> just, it, it just, a, just things. <laughs> I wouldn't even call it knowledge, really. There's just things just that are just things. kind of bounding about in there, kind of bouncing off the corners of my mind. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of just like a big like super collider. And once in a while, <laughs> the molecules run into each other and make something br- brilliant. You Little know? sparks. Yeah, well, for sure. <laughs> It smells like gas. It smells like yeah, gasoline. Okay. So I, I wouldn't say gasoline, just 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 gas. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm sorry. Uh, first off on this list is one that I'm pretty sure JJ's never played, and I've played uh, about two hours of it, but... Anyone who's actually really played this game would be completely ashamed of how far I got. The game is Bloodborne. It's an incredible game. It's extremely hard. It's known. It's like renowned for being one of the hardest games on PlayStation. Like it's just like the whole point of the game is to just kick your butt and then keep kicking you while you're down and then maybe like stick a shiv in your side while you're down. Like it's just like. You said the name of this game is called Marriage? <laughs> That was did a joke. I, did, that, I, that was did, a, I, did I misspeak? No, no, <laughs> I meant was, to say Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a joke. Please repeat that it was a joke. I Disclaimer, just, this is a joke. Anything <laughs> we say on this podcast uh, does not represent my views, Garrett Moreland. Wait, wait, no, I don't and, know. Uh, <laughs> and mine. No. Mine too. I got it's a joke. This is goose here. We're just goofing yeah, here. This goofing. Is, this yeah, is a safe place. We, this is one of those. This is one of those safe places that they had at school, and <laughs> you know the kids couldn't handle. Uh, I don't know. Trump getting voted in as yeah. president or something. No, I, I, I actually we had a talk over Christmas. Speaking of that, and uh, the wife and I, Janet, had a talk over Christmas, and so she doesn't listen to the podcast. Thank God. And uh, no, I've I've made her. I made her Forrester with toothpicks. Uh, uh, in her ears, in her ears, in her ears to, I was going to say eyes, but in her ears to keep those ear holes open. Ouch. So yeah, Hey, it hurt, but you know what? Sometimes beauty is pain, baby. So, uh, I just kind of talked with her a little bit and just said, Hey, sometimes in the course of podcasting and bringing this, you know, it's in the heat of battle entertainment. And sometimes like, <laughs> you know, JJ says things sometimes for humor. <laughs> sometimes they land pretty great. Sometimes I go like, hey, that worked out pretty good. I didn't know what I was saying when it was coming out of my mouth. Okay. And I said, sometimes you get mentioned and sometimes I might do impressions of you and they kind of change and they get more and more demonic every time. And uh, <laughs> she said, you cannot 
speak of me on the podcast. So here I am. Not speaking. Literally this is, not speaking this about is, her. This is a friend told you the story, right? This is Yeah. 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 A friend, quote unquote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A buddy of mine. He happened to Yeah. So uh I was told not to talk about her on the podcast. So I owe you uh, uh, a nice cold cup of water anytime I mention her on the podcast from here on out. Okay. <laughs> you forget the jug ready, buddy. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, let's get back to Bloodborne. <laughs> or marriage, as some or people marriage, call it yeah. in the European countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this game, uh, the reason I'm so embarrassed by what happened is because I literally played for probably two or three hours. And I was stuck, like, right at the beginning of the game. Like, I just kept dying and dying and dying. And I was just like, I'm such a, like, a worthless human being. I can't get by this. Um, and then I looked it up online. I'm like, holy cow, like, other people who have played this game and, like, who are good at the game, like, this is, like, five minutes into the game. And I'm still, I've been working on it for three hours. Mm. Three hours versus they're, like, they've, they're already at this point within, like, ten, five, ten minutes or something. <clears> I'm like, oh, no, this is bad. <laughs> like, so... <laughs> Like, needless to say, I stopped playing, like, pretty quick after that. But um, a little description they have here. The game is a more stylish and gothic horror-themed take on the game studio legendary Dark Souls title. Uh, and th that aesthetic statement and its much more approachable design ended up making Bloodborne an instant classic. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a fun one. It's one of those games that it's the point of it is that you just die over and over and over again. So you finally either upgrade your equipment or just get good. <laughs> Are you the type of guy who plays um, on the hardest level? No, normal? I had it on like baby, baby mode. No. Yeah, that's how I play all games. <laughs> like baby like. ass baby mode. That's, that's yeah. how I play games. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, so I don't know. That's interesting. It's on that list. I would like, yeah, it's a PlayStation like classic. Like it's one of those games where everyone who's ever played PlayStation is like, dude, you got to play Bloodborne. It's so good. But at the same time, like for a new newbie, like- I don't know. I feel like it's a very unique and niche title. Like there's only certain people who are really going to be into it, like a really small demographic who are actually like enjoy it. So I'm, it's, it's interesting that it's on, on this list is all. Um, the next one is one of JJ's most favorite games, uh, Uncharted 4. Oh, I was hoping that would be on the list because that is one of my favorite games. Absolutely fantastic game. Wonderful game. It's one of those kind of games you can constantly go back to and just enjoy over and over again. And of course, I've done so recently, having played it a couple of months ago and trying to go back to it. And unfortunately, there were puzzles that I beat before that now six months later playing again i couldn't remember how to beat them <laughs> and i was seriously contemplating cheating by going online i don't know how that works but i've beaten it before but i was i was honestly almost about to google that stuff oh, no, i know i get that you know. I, I totally get that because there's, <laughs> there's sometimes where the first playthrough i beat it like i'll get through a puzzle like totally on luck like I, I can't, I can't. No, mine was mad like, skill, I, I yo. Can't, I can't figure out how to do it, so I just keep trying, trying, trying all the like different things without actually like paying attention to what I'm doing. I'm just like try this, try this, try this, try this, and then all of a sudden I'll get through, and then I later I'll be like, oh shoot, like I did not pay attention to what I did. Oh well, let's just move on. So. That's exactly how I do work every day. Just like no, I'm just kidding, John. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's awesome. It's on here. I'm. Uh, that's the whole entire Uncharted series is a must play. Um, and you can get all four on PS4. They have the first three in an HD remaster collection. And then the fourth one, you know, is originally on PS4. So I say that's a 
number one pickup. Yeah, definitely. And, and FYI, if you if you are just tuning into our podcast for the first time, you never listened to some of our older episodes, the Uncharted series, the one through three, that those were the first games that I played, and those were the ones that I got from you when I purchased my PS4. Um, they're fun, so much fun, and they they stand the test of time. They've been upgraded for the PS4, um, and they're just wonderful. Uh, part four just stands out tremendously. It, it it should top this list, I think. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, are these in the odd. order? Are these in any order? Or they I, just. I don't think so. There's no numbers next to them, and to be honest, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any sort of war. Because so there's a couple games farther down the list. I'm like, that should have been a lot higher. So but, just uh, go ahead and consider Uncharted 4 at the tippy top of the for list. For now. For now. Well, we'll get through the list, but I'm just I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> uh, the next one is Near Automata. Um, I have nothing to say about this game. This is one of those ones where, again, people who played it and enjoy it really loved it. But again, it's one of those niche kind of, uh, like, I don't know, the group of people who would enjoy this is, I feel like it's small. It's very anime-centric. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, I played a demo of it. It's just like a hack and slash and shoot and chaos kind of game. Like, this kind of mindless. Um, I didn't necessarily enjoy it. And so, I don't know. I guess it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it was a good seller and it got great reviews. So, yeah, as a new PS4 player... Sure, go ahead and give it a try, but maybe watch a couple trailers first and see if it's it's for you. Uh, I'm just not necessarily into um, a lot of the anime kind of style, um, and as well as the next one on the list. I wonder if I don't know this writer necessarily. I haven't read a lot of his articles. I have a feeling he must be um, just very into the whole anime Japanese kind of style. Because the next one is Persona Five, which is another super huge RPG. You know, people put like 100 hours into this game to beat it. Um, so a huge RPG. And it's, again, it's all like that Japanese anime graphic style as well. Like it's kind of cartoony. Um, 100 hours is a lot of time playing a game, man. No, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, forget that. Um, so, yeah, I feel kind of bad that I don't have anything to say about these two. But it's, yeah, it's just kind of interesting. I thought it was interesting at least to let you guys, the listeners, know, hey, these are some games that um, people are you know, recommending. Um, it's good to have a little different voices than just mine and JJ's once in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if not, if you need even more voices, I can always bring those to the table too. JJ has lots of voices uh, mm-hmm. that come out of his mouth as well Sometimes as that are bouncing out in his head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the next one, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, this is an incredible game. Um, beautiful game. Uh, I highly recommend this one. It's a huge RPG again. Like you can pop in like 40, 50 hours into this thing before you beat it. Um, it's huge open worlds. Uh, awesome. Did you finally beat it? Or I have not beat it yet. Fake gamer. <coughs> Sorry. Fake Did game. you hear how many hours you have to put in this thing? 40, 50 hours with a baby? There's no way. <laughs> uh, well, you just do what I do. You hit the ignore button. <laughs> you just like, okay. you know, you just yelled, hey, look here, woman. I'm just kidding. Again, that's another joke. Please don't hold that against me. Yeah. I could never get away with that stuff at my house. I that's why I say it here because I feel like all <laughs> manly and I'm like, you know, because none, none of the listeners are actually in your house in Seattle. Oh, things really exactly. Get that. <laughs> exactly. That's not how it really works. I'm always like the one going, honey, can I can I fold any of your clothes or hang them up right now? Do you need me to iron anything? I love you. <laughs> that's real talk. <laughs> hashtag amazing. Hashtag real talk. Uh, hashtag hashtag marriage. Oh, uh, or Bloodborne, or blood- as they call it in the U.S. Bloodborne. They call that in the U.S. 
um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend that. Uh, Aloy was an awesome protagonist. She, um, yeah, because there's not very many female protagonists out there, um, and it's just really neat to have that representation as well as a, an awesome story. I mean, it's uh, when you first jump into the game, it seems like it's very like almost like Stone Age ish, but very quickly you realize, oh, this is like post-apocalyptic worlds actually and there's a lot of technology but whatever happened to cause this apocalypse kind of knocked people back to the stone age so they're still using swords and bows and arrows and stuff but their weapons aren't made of like rocks and stone it's made of like steel and like various like gases and chemicals and electronics and stuff like that that they've slowly pieced together and kind of figured out but they're living in like huts and like have like long houses and fireplaces in their house fire pits in their houses so it's kind of like a very unique setting as well it sounds like the modern homesteading uh, movement i would love to live in a hut yeah okay yeah i mean as long as i had the wi-fi if i had the wi-fi i'm good no no wi-fi I'm sorry. I don't want to live there then. Oh, it's, it's the apocalypse. There's not going to be Wi-Fi. There could, you don't know that. There could be Wi-Fi, you know. I mean. Yeah, there's Wi-Fi adapters now. Yeah. They could, they <laughs> just plug up. it in the wall and yeah, voila, yeah, why Wi-Fi. not? Post-apocalypse. It's just <laughs> Wi-Fi will still work. Don't, don't, don't mess with me, Morlang. Uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I would say it's a must pick up. And you get to fight cool robot dinosaurs. What's not to love about robot dinosaurs? There's a lot to love about robot right, dinosaurs. Exactly. Do you? Did you have the physical copy or did you, are you the digital download on that one? That was a digital download. So, so I can't, so I can't borrow it. Sorry. Cannot <sighs> borrow that one. And you just had that chambered up. You were ready to hit me with the can't borrow it right away. I can't I, touch this. It wasn't even out of my mouth and you were already shutting it down. Well, the now you can get the Horizon Zero Dawn complete, uh, I think it's called the complete edition. It comes with the DLC and everything. Um, generally it's on sale for like 30 or 40 bucks. So it's pretty cheap. It's been out uh, almost two years now because it came out spring of 2017. Um, and it won a lot of, you know, uh, awards in 2017 as well. It was kind of between that and Legend of Zelda kind of swept. Um, similar to like this year, it was like God of War and Red Dead. Last year was the Horizon and uh, um, the other game I said that I don't remember. <laughs> I'm Bloodborne. Getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting too old. <laughs> Legend of Zelda. That's what I said. Ah, there you Man, go. my brain. Uh, the next one is Monster Hunter World. Uh, this is another one that uh, you have not played. I, I loved it. Uh, sorry, I bought this one digitally too. Yeah, you're, you're killing me, man. Hey, I am living in 2019, baby. Well, Going how, digital. How am I supposed to get any games from you? I mean, how, am I, <laughs> how do I how do I verbalize this so it doesn't sound? How do how do I get you to buy games and then me borrow them from you? So then I don't have to buy them. And then if you I want, might even okay, get them back here's to you the deal. Here's the deal. You want me to buy physical games. The reason I buy digital is because it's convenient and because then I don't have to get up off the couch, go to my PlayStation, put a disc in because I'm lazy. So if you want me to buy physical copies, all you have to do is hire a little person to live in my house and switch out the PS4 disc for me when I want. I don't believe they like the term little person. I think they prefer midget, Garrett. I'm pretty sure. No, I think it's actually the opposite. I don't think they like midget. I'm pretty sure little person is, I mean, there is a TLC show on it. Between the two of us, I am shorter and I am nearly a midget. 
So I think I know yeah, more than a, you. You're just a couple inches above that threshold, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. I think. Well, I think I'm like. I, uh, but midget, midget, just this, the word is like harsh, like midget, midget. Where like little person so sweet. Like, oh, look at that little person. <laughs> Ah, I love it. I love it. Uh, if you are listening and you are a little midget person. <laughs> Just mix them together. Yeah, well, <laughs> thanks for listening. And if you could rate us on um, iTunes, that would be phen- that'd be phenomenal. Five stars. I love little people. I love little people, big world. See, that's- And, I, and I, I love little people. You know, there actually is a fear of little people. John Stamos apparently is extremely afraid of little people. True story. We're talking about the coolest dude from Full House. Super ridiculously afraid of small people. I don't know what it is. Horrible. Yeah. Apparently, um, there's a comedian. um, There's a podcast (laughs) I listen to, Adam Ray and uh, Brad Williams. Brad Williams is a little person. And Brad is hilarious. Absolutely phenomenal sense of humor. He's very funny. But he goes for that that you know midget humor the the little person humor quite a bit and so he heard hey john stamos is here and oh by the way john stamos super afraid of little people has this horrible what does that phobia. even mean like does he like it scream like a little girl scream like a little girl ran away well brad ran into the room got got up without him seeing him and started humping his leg and he turned to see this young Little person humping his leg, and he screamed and hit the walls, and it was, I guess, phenomenal, you know. And and afterwards, he's like, "Okay, you're you're okay, you're okay. I just don't like other little people." <laughs> you're you're fine, but any other little people out there, you stay back. I have never humped somebody's leg, just just so you know. I'm not I've not gone that that far yet. Jeez. Yet, you notice yet. I said yet. Yet, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to like no absolutes here. Um, so anyways, Monster Hunter World, great game. JJ hasn't played it. How did you start talking it? about midgets and little people and humping legs? What's wrong with you, Garrett? Know. I don't even know Why anymore. Why don't you keep it professional and PG? the rails. Hey, we took a week off and we're just catching up a little bit. There's a little bit of a goose. You know what? This is going to be a laid back show and it's going to be fun. They're going to be laid back from it. here on out. We're just going to relax. Yeah. He I mean, brought Jay, in an awesome set of brownies a little while ago and I don't know why I'm feeling it, Garrett. JJ, Thank JJ you. brought a six pack or this... Tipping them back, and yeah, it's been good. They were sparkling waters, but still, I mean, but they were flavored. Great with the brownies. (laughs) Yes, they did. Um, No Man's Sky is a big one, which I'm actually surprised this is on here. Um, I know now uh, you can you can get it pretty cheap. This is one you can get for usually like twenty, thirty bucks on sale or something, maybe forty. I think it's around that thirty dollar price range. Um, This is a game. That now people are like, okay, it's not a bad game. This is fun. But it's been a long, horrible, like crazy road for this game. Um, So back in 2016, this game came out. And previously in all the marketing, they had basically like over-promised, like way blew things out of proportion, exaggerated what the game was going to be like. Oh, it's going to have this and that. It's going to be like this. And it's going to be amazing. And they'd show trailers and like some of these things were in the trailers and some of these things weren't. Um, and then the game came out and that people are like, none of those things are in the game. Like, where are these things you talked about? They so 
like it wasn't even like they under delivered a little bit like oh there's a couple features missing we missed them it was literally like 90 percent of the things that they promised weren't in the game and then on top of that there was like barely a story to the game so like you jump in it's like okay like what do i what what do i do (laughs) like what is this and people were furious um so because of that um, well, for a while, it was probably about four or five months where they just went total like social media blackout. They weren't doing any interviews with anyone. They stopped tweeting. They stopped putting posts on Facebook. Um, the developers, uh, Hello Games, as they're called, they pretty much went on just media blackout and just like stuck their heads in the sand and disappeared for a while. Well, when they came back, um, they're like, hey, you know what? We really messed up and we we're really sorry. So starting, like, I think it was, like, maybe a couple days before, like, in a week, a new update's coming out. It's going to add a ton of stuff. You're going to love it. Um, and over the next couple of years, we're going to keep doing updates, and instead of charging you for the updates, they're going to be completely free, and we're going to slowly add all these things that we promised originally. So um, it's a game you can get super cheap since it's, you know, <laughs> after the whole fiasco, they pretty much cut the price in half right away. And then... There's tons of updates, and I've heard it's actually a lot of fun. Um, it's an open-world RPG. Um, you can literally, like, you build your spaceship, you jump in a spaceship, you can go to different worlds, and it's all procedurally generated. Um, it's all online, so, like, you can interact with other people and build cities with other people. It's similar, I don't know, you think, like, Minecraft maybe uh, a little bit, like, where you can, like, build stuff and work together in that aspect and fight together, um, but it's, like in, like, this huge vastness of space. That literally goes on forever. Like that's one of the things they promise is like, oh, you'll you can go from world to world to world, and you'll never like, you might um, go to one world that, and like you'll be the only person to ever see that. Like no one else will ever land on that planet. Like there's because it's just like there's millions and millions of planets that are all procedurally generated, which is insane to think about. That is a giant so scope. It's a huge game, and you can just like jump in your ship and take off and fly to the next planet. And yeah, like like I said, like you might build something there and. It might be like a year before someone else, you know, in the multiplayer mode lands on that planet and finds like what you did there or whatever. So I was like, ah, that's really neat and interesting. And um, one more one more time with the name of that one? No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky, okay. So yeah, uh, that one I've not played myself. Um, I've always been super interested just because of the story of it. Hearing what happened with it at the beginning and where it's at now, it's more and more, it's like, okay, maybe it'd be worth picking, out, picking up, especially with... A lot of these new updates. I think even just a couple months ago, an update came out with an added a bunch of stuff. So that that one, um, I would recommend only because it's had an interesting story so far. Shadow of the Colossus is another game here. Um, this one I've not played, and I'm really interested and kind of surprised this is on here as well because this is actually PlayStation Two game. Yes, and it was so- originally a PlayStation Two game, and then from 2005. And they did a full HD, 4K, HDR, like remaster, remaster of, it. of it, like from mm-hmm. the ground up. Like mm-hmm. it's not like they just upgrade the graphics. They literally rebuilt the entire game. Um, and I, I felt like it didn't necessarily get like great reviews. Like it got good reviews because it's a good game. Like people, but it's one of those things where like the original game got good reviews, but the second time around people were like, okay, yeah, it's, it's that game and it looks better, but it. It didn't the story didn't have the kick behind it necessarily to play it a second time. So I guess if you've played it on PlayStation 2, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, if you've never played it before, 
yeah, go ahead and pick it up. It's uh, I haven't played it, but from all the reviews I've heard and read, it is a very vast open world again. Um, very open, very empty, um, but it has kind of a very unique and even kind of um, cryptic and a little melancholy story to it. Like I guess it's kind of like a um, well, like a lot of people feel for the the Colossus, the Colossi um, that you fight. Like it's almost like a man. I don't really want to kill this guy, but I have to for so whatever the story is. I'm like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Like it's kind of like this moral kind of back and forth. Like, am I doing the right thing? Am I not? Next on the list is God of War. This should be number one at the top of the list, right behind Uncharted Two. So maybe like one B. <laughs> or try to form. I jacked that up. No, I, I I didn't even realize that you said it wrong. But okay, I I, I think it should be number one. We'll just edit that out. This so game. I, I mean, like this game. Moron. This game won Game of the Year this year. Mm-hmm. Uncharted. You know, it got some nominations. Um, I don't think it won Game of the Year that year. I guess it's something I should have looked up. But that's, I mean, but God of War. Sh- I I would play God of War a hundred times over before I played Uncharted again because Uncharted is. It was a lot of fun that one time playing through. And I know you're playing it through a second time right now, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I could just never, like, I feel like it's a story uh, where once you see it, like, because it's so linear, like, you get it. I know the story. With God of War, yes, it's also a linear game, but there's such, a, like, a huge world around it, um, like, external external lore within the game that, uh, I don't know, I feel like, makes it such a huge game even though it's not it's not a huge open world god of war isn't but it feels like it because it has there's just so much more than just the story that you're playing through of this father and son there's also like what's going on in the world and learning about these uh um norse gods and learning about kratos you know different i don't know it, who atreus is who kratos is becoming who like all these new characters are like it's just such a beautiful world as well that you get to explore so i i no, if you have not played god of war like please 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 like go buy this game right away like, absolutely and i and i just because it should be number one it's a phenomenal game so much fun i've loved it and that was one of the things when i was playing it that i kept bringing up to you and you were trying to assuage my fears that i was saying but i'm leaving stuff behind like i can't i I can't get through certain things. I can't open things. And yeah. I, I kind of need to move forward. I don't know what to do. And you're like, it's okay. Calm down. Breathe. You're going to be fine. Eat another brownie. And you can just always <laughs> come right back to it a little bit later. You know, you'll keep coming back to these points and you'll be able to cover this stuff when you're when you're done with the linear story. You're not quite finished. So that, that kind of... Uh, soothes my soul a little bit because I'm like, I'm leaving all this stuff on the table and I don't want to miss anything. It's just, it's such a fun, huge game and universe that I just don't want to miss anything. So if you haven't played it, get it (laughs) for sure because it's it's fantastic. Okay, I'm going to run through these last few games here real quick because they're ones that we've kind of talked about already um, on previous episodes. Uh, So, um, or, or they're just games that we haven't really played a ton of so destiny 2 forsaken i've played a little bit i beat the campaign but i'm just not really much of a multiplayer guy so like the post game which is why most people play the game is for the post game content never really caught my attention so destiny 2 if you're into like the whole grinding you know doing raids with your friends and for that 
bigger and better equipment, uh, I guess pick that up. Um, it's a fun one. It's fun. I, I enjoyed the story. A lot of people didn't, but I actually really did. Um, Spider-Man 2018 is on the list. Uh, yeah, that's one we've talked about a little bit. Beautiful game. I borrowed it from a friend, um, and I just loved it. It's So between this, and this is something I'm going to talk about a little later when I talk about my Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse um, deal. But uh, I, um, I'm slowly, I think, moving from a strictly Batman fanboy to... I think Superman might be equal or maybe a little bit more so my favorite superhero now. So I am really like jumping on the Spider-Man train between Spider-Man Homecoming movie, playing this game, uh, and then watching Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I'm like, Spider-Man is the coolest character in the entire <laughs> world. Like there's this like, especially watching into the Spider-Verse and realizing, oh, it's not just Peter Parker. Like, there's different Spider-Men out there. Like, there's in the main character in Into the Spider-Verse is Miles Morales. There's Spider-Gwen, which is uh, Gwen Stacy. You know, in another universe, she's the Spider-Woman. Uh, there's Spider-Ham. You know, he was in Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Man Noir, which is like, you know, which in the movie was played by uh, Nicolas Cage. is pretty great. <laughs> he did the voice. Uh, but, was it uh, easily understandable for somebody who is only familiar with Peter Parker as Spider-Man? The movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a kid who was probably like six or seven sitting next to me. And it was so like, I don't know. Some people might have been like, oh, dang, I have a stupid kid sitting next to me. That's maybe what I thought at first. And then once I started watching the movie and just hearing like his excitement at different scenes and like, he'd be like, mom, look, oh man, this is awesome. Or like, did you see that? And he's like, oh, did like, I don't know. He was just getting so into the story and so into the movie. Like it made it a lot of fun for me. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. Like, yeah, go Spider-Man. This is sweet. Or like, he'd be like, oh, I like, is that suit? And I'm like, I do too. Like I'm like interacting with this kid and random kid next to me. Mom's all pulling him closer. Yeah. Like, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to that weird dude. Yeah. Stop talking to that He's weird He's kind of got a squinty eye. Come over here. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so like Spider-Man this year, uh, by Insomniac Games, um, it's definitely the best Spider-Man game that's ever come out, and it's one of the top Spider-Man stories for me, even. Like, my main experience with Spider-Man has always been the movies. I've never really read a ton of the comics, but um, I would say, like, just the experience and story of, like, the way they handled the Spider-Man story in this, and it's completely... Um, uh, no, I take that back. I don't know if it's a completely original story, but... I mean, obviously, it's based on elements from comic books and stuff, uh, but man, it was just so much fun. So I, I highly recommend Spider-Man as well. I, I, to be honest, um, for me, game of the year was kind of between God of War or Spider-Man this year. Like that, Red Dead was a great game; it was beautiful, but I really was rooting for Spider-Man. Uh, Tetris Effect was another one that came out. It's Tetris, and it looks beautiful. So if you like either, if you like beautiful things or Tetris, I recommend picking that up, I guess. I haven't played it, but everyone's freaking out over it, especially if you have a PlayStation VR. I guess it's incredible to play. Mm. Um, and then obviously Red Dead Redemption 2, we've talked at length about that game. It's beautiful. We love it. Um, and you should go play it if you want to be a cowboy. Or if you want to see things that are extremely realistic. Yep. And uh, we'll move on from there into the new releases. <laughs> You're leaving so much, no, so much fine. on the table. We are buddy. moving on. 
into uh so there's literally no new releases this last week zero which is to be you know kind of it's kind of i kind of understood it's christmas who wants to release a game around christmas time everyone wants to go home they're like we're sick of making games let me go home and be with my family so no new games um at least in america there's a couple in europe but uh, screw europe (laughs) Um, so this month's, you can reach him at, at G Morlang on Twitter. Uh, that, cause I, I had nothing to do with that statement. Yeah. <laughs> I love Europeans. Yeah, I love them Europeans. <laughs> um, so what I do have though is next month's, so January's PlayStation plus and Xbox games with gold games. Uh, for PlayStation plus, there is steep for PS4, portal nights for PS4. Zone of the Enders HD Collection for PS3, Amplitude for PS3, Fallen Legion Flames of Rebellion for PS Vita, and Super Mutant Alien Assault for PlayStation Vita. And then Xbox Games with Golds, there is Celeste for Xbox One, WRC 6 FIA World Rally Championship, that's a mouthful, uh, for Xbox One, Never Alone for Xbox One, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light for 360, and Far Cry 2 for Xbox 360. And next, we are getting long, long, long in the tooth here. So we're going to go over our uh, what you playing section. And uh, we're going to kind of go morph from what you playing into our, um, I guess, my my Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse review. Um, so, JJ, uh, yeah, what, what did you, what have you been playing this last week? Absolutely nothing. For some reason, we had some craziness going on with getting the house ready, cleaning, spending time with family. We did like three days of Christmas. And I'll tell you what, it's great the first day. Second day is pretty cool. Third day, you're like, oh, present. Great. I'm opening another thing I don't want. This is (laughs) phenomenal. You know what? Honestly, all of the gift giving at the end of it, I was over it, man. I'm like, I don't want to open one more thing. I don't want to, to feign interest in things that I don't need. Uh, but yeah, that, that besides the point, we, uh, I didn't get to play anything because we were so busy with all these different family commitments, running around, visiting and, and all that kind of stuff. The one thing that I did get to do was, um, my grandfather was from Arkansas, so when I was a kid, my grandparents- Arkansas, you mean? That might be how you pronounce it. I am a redneck, so I don't really know. But So I grew up in California. I grew up in a small town, and um, unfortunately, uh, my grandparents, being from Arkansas, didn't have a whole lot of money. So one of the things that, that uh, my grandfather did was he handmade all of these game boards that he gave to each one of his children, my dad included- uh, they if this game called Aggravation. It's a marble game, and essentially it's like, like I'm sorry. So you start off with four marbles. You work your way around the around the game board. You land on other uh, opponents, and you'll knock them back to their home. The idea being for you to get all the way around the board and get all of your four marbles into into its home. So I have the last one of these handmade boards that my grandfather made, and uh, I decided to take it to a friend who has a wood shop, had him make boards for each one of my siblings. He made, he constructed these beautiful boards and finished them really nicely. They just look gorgeous. And I was able to show off the old board to my siblings during Christmas morning and then give them uh, these gifts that 
looked just like grandpa's board and that were taken and there was lots of tears. I finally looked like a champ for once. It was pretty awesome. So that's the only game that was played anywhere, anywhere around me. Unfortunately, no time for video games other than earlier today. Um, I just played on rush, which was the PS plus game. One of the PS plus games for November or excuse me for December. And, uh, I played that for like five minutes and it was really fun. Yeah, but five minutes was all I really needed. Oh, 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 I lie because I did play for the first time ever uh, the new Smash Brothers uh, game on the Switch. And I got to play that for a little bit. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I was amazing. Yeah. He, uh, I was hashtag amazing. Pretty great. He played as Luigi against Toon Link and in a two and a half minute match, uh, he lost. I got beat bad. But, uh, I know, got smoked like a doobie. It was his first time. I'll give him that. It's it's <laughs> his first time. It took me a couple times to to get it. You know, no, that's not true. I pretty much won right <laughs> off the bat. I'm I'm the best. You are. Amazing. I challenge everyone out there to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. If anyone thinks they can beat me, come to Modesto and prove it. That's some fighting words. Can't they? Can't they follow you on like your Twitch channel and stuff like that? And... I don't know how that works, but... I mean, they can follow me. I don't really stream on there very often. <laughs> I, my life's too busy. I have a full-time job. Uh, this podcast is basically a part-time job. Mm-hmm. The last thing I need is another part-time job <laughs> doing Twitch <laughs> streaming. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's cool. That's that's actually awesome about with that um, you know, homemade board game. This um, That's, like, such a special family, like, heirloom, essentially. Yeah. Like, and to have that, like, passed on and uh, replicated and... I don't know. Yeah, it's super special. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I'm glad that I did. And my buddy did it for free, so it was even better. Nice. I didn't have to spend any money. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Hashtag amazing. Like seriously, wow, that just was... made that sweet, <laughs> sweet story like just right? so much worse. <laughs> I, I just took it down. You're thinking like, what a sweet, yeah, nice what move. A the jig. What a sweetheart. No, no, I was being tight. Yeah, tight with my cash. Uh, cool. Uh, what about you, man? What did you uh? Did you get a bunch of game plan in this week? Cause you were bacheloring it up. You got home, no ship, no Trudy. You're home alone. I'm picturing hours on end of you sitting around in your tight tidy whities, your BVDs, and doing nothing <laughs> but you know eating Cheetos with one hand, and wiping them on your BVDs, and playing video games. Uh, something like that. Uh. <laughs> So, I want you guys to picture that. So, right. so over the weekend, uh, played a ton of Smash Brothers because I was down in San Diego playing with my brother-in-law. Um, love Smash Brothers so much. I unlocked so last week. I got it last Saturday. Um, so it was before the episode aired, but it was after we had recorded. So I didn't tell you guys about it. Um, I got it last Saturday, so the week before Christmas. Unlocked all like seventy-four characters. I think there are in uh like three days maybe four days um so i blew through that uh and then and that's just playing like an hour or two like you know a day kind of like whenever i had a a lunch break or something an hour or two a day (laughs) yeah so like maybe in like four hours total i unlocked all the characters uh and then uh yeah played a ton with my brother-in-law i love that game my wife has actually been playing which is a lot of fun I've convinced her to start playing, and she enjoys it as well. Um, at least she says she does. <laughs> <laughs> She's humoring you. At least, <laughs> at least she makes me feel better about it and says, oh, yeah, I like this game. <laughs> I'll play that with you, I guess. Um, no, but then, yeah, once I got back, uh, you were wrong, JJ. I did not 
game it up all week. I, no, I, no BVD, no, no tidy whities no, on the couch. No, I no just t-shirt and sweats, uh, sitting in front of the couch. I am sitting on the couch, sitting in front of the TV. But instead of a video game, I got Netflix going, just letting it free play. And uh, I've been working on my new Warhammer 40,000 figurines, my little miniature guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm even... Uh, I've... Excelled, you know, I've leveled up that next level oh, nerddom yeah. now. Oh. I've gone from video games to comic books to D&D to now I'm playing the nerdiest of the nerdiest tabletop games. I just want you to know that it's a slippery slope and I'm worried about it's you. I so want you good. to slow down. So good. I want you to slow down because if you take the nerd corner too fast, bro, you're going to just, it's okay. It's okay. Just, gonna, just come play with me, JJ. Collateral damage. It's not going to happen. Just I'm come, telling you. Come play with me. No. Why did you turn that into a sexual just thing? Come play Knock with it. Me. You're saying that. Put your shirt back on. <laughs> Knock it off. I'm not going to ever play. Your 40,000 whatever game, your Warhammer. I'm not going to play your Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, we'll Although see we about do that. appreciate all of our Dungeons and Dragons listeners. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. Yeah. No, but yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. I played it about 10 years ago when I was in high school. Um, and yeah, I haven't had uh, any miniatures for a while and for my uh, for christmas my awesome brother got they like me. little people is what they, they are little people yeah, they are very little people they prefer to be called <laughs> earlier you you throwing that word midget around dude and that's a, that's kind of a slang that's the way i re- recall it yeah happening. um but uh i uh yeah i got the set from my brother so thank you so much jake you're the boss um and uh yeah so and Basically what it takes, it all comes in little pieces and parts and arms and heads and legs. And I've had to glue them all together and sand them all down and I'm getting ready to paint them. And yep, I might as well be in my mom's basement. Just, you know, I didn't say it. You said bad. it. I didn't say it. Do, do keep in mind, keep that stuff away from Shep, man, because you do not want him oh, coming no. through like King Kong. And like, no, I don't mean nerding him up. <laughs> oh, okay. I, no, I I just mean him coming King through and going, Kong smash, Hulk smash, yeah, smash, <laughs> destroy. No, but yeah, so it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and as far as Netflix things, I'll, the next couple shows I'll probably, I'll have more reviews. I'm not going to talk about all of them tonight. Um, so I watched the new Netflix movie Bird Box. Have you seen any trailers for that? I haven't. I've just, I heard okay. a little bit of talk on watch, the about it. Watch Bird Box and we'll review that on a future episode because that movie is incredible. Okay. What is it? A two hour flick? It's, yeah. Yeah. It's about, about two hours. Okay. Um, Man, it is so good. Uh, Yeah. We'll talk about it on the future episode. I don't want to give away anymore, but sure. everyone go watch that and then we'll do kind of like a spoiler cast maybe. Yeah. No, let's do that for next we week. We won't do a spoiler cast because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but no, we'll no. do, we'll do, we'll do a review. I'll watch it this um, week and we'll, we'll get back to you next week. And we'll I, be deep into the new year already. You know what I mean? Heck yeah. <laughs> um, and then Castlevania season two, uh, which is a Netflix original. Um, I loved, uh, I hadn't really played a lot of the Castlevania game series because originally, you know, it's on like Game Boy, PlayStation, or not Game Boy. It's on like, yeah, Game Boy, uh, PlayStation, like different Nintendo consoles. Um, Castlevania's kind of been around since early 90s, I want to say. It's been around for a while. Um, well, they started last year making an anime on 
uh, Netflix, Netflix original based on, um, I think it's the Dracula's curse game uh, and storyline. Uh, I've been loving it so much. It's, you know, it's violent and bloody and crazy, but it's so much fun. Trevor Belmont, uh, teaming up with Alucard, he's uh, Dracula's son. Um, and, uh, another uh, wizard character essentially uh and they go and kick dracula's butt and take him down so it's pretty pretty cool it's a good good anime to watch even whether like i'm not even necessarily into anime shows like i wouldn't say i'm you know into the whole japanese animation stuff but uh that show really caught my eye and i really enjoyed it have you have you watched the entire season Yes, I finished season one last year and finished season two just last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is, yeah, it's a really good, really good season. And that, that's, again, that maybe that's something on another future episode I'll, we'll go through. Uh, maybe if at some point you watch it if you want. If you don't want to, whatever. Whatever, mm-hmm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're not cool enough. But rather you not hold your breath. What I do want to get down to, because uh, we are going late, uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Um maybe not review let's do impressions because you haven't seen it okay what do i think of this movie it was like i said earlier it has turned me into a spider-man fanboy now that speaks volumes that really does if you if you're telling me that you watched this this animated movie and you got to go and watch it alone and of course you said you were sitting next to a young guy or whatever young kid but for it to make that big of an impression on you, that says that speaks volumes. No, man, this uh, this movie was incredible. So um, I've already, like I said, I loved like Spider-Man: Homecoming. That's part of the MCU, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, I love the Spider-Man game. It wasn't part of the MCU, like it was a separate story. Loved the game, loved the character, loved what they did with the Peter Parker character. And then coming into this, this is also like was it's not part of the MCU universe, so it's a totally separate kind of story. Um, just watching the trailers, like right off the bat, it's like, man, this animation is really unique, really interesting, really beautiful. Um, it has, uh, it's deliberately has and intentionally has like this uh, comic book feel to it, like the way things are animated and the way people and things move around. And there's even like the little like once in a while, like if he's having a thought in his head, like the it'll say it out loud. Like it'll like, you'll hear the actor say the thoughts in his head, but then you also see like a little thought bubble come up or something like that old speech bubble or a little like, you know, he'll, um, he's running down like the road really fast or swinging. And there's like the, like the, the movement lines behind him, like drawn out, like to make it look like, so it has like a really cool. So this is more than just like a superhero movie. Like this isn't just, it's not just a great superhero movie. It's also an incredible like comic book movie. It's, so it's more than just, you know, your regular superhero movie or your regular action movie. This is like straight up probably one of the best comic book movies I've seen. I'm excited. So, I was, I was yeah, wanting to take it my is son to. beautiful. There is, um, I mean, there's a couple points like I started getting like a little teary eyed and stuff. Like it like tugs on those heartstrings, like the story between Miles and his dad, um, who's a police officer. Uh, so his dad, the police officer, hates Spider-Man. Miles gets bit by a spider. He's becoming spider a Spider-Man now. You know, Peter Parker is already there. Now he's gaining these powers. And in his mind, the only thing he's thinking is like, man, like my dad hates Spider-Man. What's he going to think of me? And it's just this incredible story of of that relationship as well as like Miles just figuring out who he is and um, how he fits in in this world. And it's just like in a broad sense has this awesome story of like, um, yeah, really like how, 
we all have our purpose and you know, it just, um, it's a leap of faith, but you know, get out there and try new things and do new things and do it. Like try, try hard. Like don't, don't, don't have, you know, have to do something like get out there and work hard and you'll find what, you know, your purpose in life. Um, and I just thought it was kind of neat because Miles is just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't want to go to this, like this is just like boarding school he's going to, his parents are sending him to and stuff. Um, and then for him to like, yeah, be able to find his purpose in this Spider-Man and like slowly learn how to use his powers and stuff is just such an inspirational story. And I don't know, yeah, it tugged on heartstrings and it also had incredible action sequences, some really cool villains. Um, you know, there's uh, um, Kingpin, there's uh, Green Goblin, uh, scorpion um yeah there's so many good good villains in there so definitely one you gotta you gotta check out that's awesome well i already told my son that we were gonna go and watch it and we actually were supposed to go see it today but i told him that uncle garrett wanted the podcast to get uh, recorded today so i just blame that on you too so we're thanks. gonna go thanks hey you're welcome <laughs> that's that's how we do i don't it. even think i've ever met your son so he's really gonna have this weird skewed like oh no, I've idea of I've, who I am. I've is, played you up as like a troll-like rich figure that will, you know, shower us with money gifts. <laughs> You're like his personal genie right now. Well, you think Uncle Garrett? <laughs> you think Uncle Instead Garrett? of Santa Claus, he believes in Uncle <laughs> no, Garrett. He's a, I'm, no, I, I believe in Uncle Garrett. Do you think that I, you think Uncle Garrett would have would be willing to give me that new that new Fortnite skin? I really would like to get that Fortnite skin. <laughs> you know, because like when we play, um, I will, I'll get like a a BK assault rifle, um, and then like you know, but I'll talk to Uncle Garrett about. It. We'll get some V bucks. Yeah, awesome, great. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that's everything we have for this week. Um, it was a little longer episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sticking with us with these breaks. We took a break last week and um, hope you all enjoyed that little Christmas special and that little, real special visit from Santa. It was really nice of him to stop by our studio and say hi. And It was so awesome. Uh, and I, I'm so happy that he, that he came through. And uh, I got to be totally honest. I think one of the reindeer pooped out front of the studio. At least we don't have to pick it up. That's why we hire cleaners. Yeah, we, can, <laughs> we can afford cleaners. Uh, fortunately, the building does. We don't pay for that. <laughs> thank That's God part of the that. rent. Cha-ching. Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. We love each and every one of you, some more than Garrett. others. Garrett! JJ, what are you guys doing, Dad? What are you guys doing, Dad, inside my basement? What are you doing? Hey, Mrs. Morlang, how's it going? Oh, my gosh, Garrett's mom in studio. What's going on? What are you guys doing down there? Honey, did you want any more of those Totina pizza rolls? No, no, thanks, Mom. No, I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. Okay, hey, you make sure to bring the plunger upstairs. You left a floater. Mom, mom, go, go away, please. Okay, love you, sweet angel. JJ, you're looking good, baby. Love that keto. Thanks, Mrs. Morlang. You're a sweetheart. Your mom <laughs> is awesome, dude. She is. You have no idea. Those Totina pizza. <laughs> I don't even know. She's going to love listening back to this podcast. You know, she's going to love that so much. Oh, she she listens to the show? Oh, she listens. She's going to love love that little interaction there. <laughs> thank, thank you for the pizza rolls, Miss Morning. <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions you want to contribute to the show, um, we haven't done a question of the show in a while, and that's mainly because we either run out of time or uh, no one, not one person has sent in questions i did get that one question 
on Twitter, why do you guys do that podcast? I, I don't know how to answer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so yeah, if you wanna, if you want us to do a question this show segment, send in some questions. We'll uh, give you life advice. We will give you our opinions. We will give you uh, everything you don't want to hear. Probably, we'll <laughs> give you everything. We'll give you TMI. Yeah, but. I I love that. You guys sending your questions, anything you guys want yeah. us to answer. I mean, anything. Uh, video games, geek culture. Yep. Life advice. Yeah, you know, a new like, cool news article you see, a cool uh, movie trailer. I know Star uh, on Facebook, she'll tag me in things, and I'm so bad at like remembering to go back and do something. Like I think she tagged me in a video or a movie poster for Bumblebee, and, it was, and I think it was like a hint, hint, hey, talk about this, and then we didn't. Hmm. Uh, mainly it's because it kind of like, I feel like that movie came out of nowhere. Like I wasn't expecting it. Like it wasn't until, well, when I was buying tickets for Spider-Man yesterday, I'm like, Oh, that movie came out. I knew that was coming. I didn't know when. Like, oh, shoot. Okay, well. Um, well and send questions. Even if you have like a weird growth you're not sure of, you go ahead and send it. And, yeah, and, uh, send us a little, drop us a line, send us a picture, and we'll uh, laugh at it. I, I have, guess. I I've don't know. Told, I've told many women that I'm a doctor. So you go ahead and send it on. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? JJ. No? Oh, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, Thanks for the pizza rolls. Please. This is more like... Please remember to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, you can scroll down on our little page there, and there will be five blank stars. Go ahead and click all five of those stars for us, please. And then, not only just the five-star rating, but if you can scroll down a little farther and then hit write a review, that is even better than those five stars. Actually, it's equally as good. Give us five stars, and then if you write a review, just because a lot of people will scroll through um, the podcast search engine on iTunes and they will see, oh, okay, that uh, podcast has five stars, but why? And they go to the reviews and when they only see like two reviews and one of them is from my mom and one's from my grandma. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, Thanks again, Mrs. Morley. Yeah. Um, it's kind of, people are like, oh, okay, cool. Like they just have their mom and their grandma reviewing the podcast. So <laughs> the more people who aren't related to me <laughs> who review the podcast and actually write something out really helps because then other people are like oh, okay other people actually do listen to this and not just you know his mom uh and my his dad and grandma and basically the, my whole family that's most of our downloads every week i think it's probably thank about god so, for them thank god for them <laughs> thank, thank you so much for our so, for all of our listens remember if you're listening to the podcast uh any of the statements that were made by garrett when he was talking about about little people and all of the things that he says that are questionable or not christian just keep praying for him i'm sorry i'm sorry for at g morlang midgets no <laughs> <laughs> that was very obviously not my voice. <laughs> Seriously. Come, come play with me, JJ. Yeah. Always. <laughs> hey, so you guys can always reach us out on any of our social media sites. You can reach out to him personally at G Morlang, at me, at JJ Purdom, and uh, also at Super Gamer Boys on Twitter. Yes, Twitter, Instagram, at Super Gamer Boys, Facebook.com slash Super Gamer Boys. And then supergamerboys.com for all those questions and other little cool things you want to contribute to the show. Uh, you can also tag us and stuff and send us things on Facebook and Twitter. But to be honest, if you um, pop a link on the website or whatever you want to do like that, that would be awesome. Uh, and then also thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. 
And now for our sweet, sweet sweet shirts. shirts. I'm going to wear this every day for the rest of the year. 2019 resolution, I'm not taking the shirt off. Yep. Hose me down out front. I'm not taking a sucker off. No doubt. Uh, This thing is beautiful. It is probably the softest fabric I've ever felt. Uh, I'm feeling the one on you right now. And uh, yeah, yeah, yours is soft. I don't like where you're touching me. You're actually not even touching my shirt anymore. You're kind of a little low. Is that your your no-no? No, I don't like that. Okay. Uh, But check her out on Instagram at groundfloorclothingco. Um, And uh, I should have looked this up beforehand. I'm pretty sure she has a Facebook page now. Um, that you should all check out. Star, you're amazing. These shirts really are fantastic. And I appreciate it that you sent it to me in man size because Garrett uh, kind of like a little bit of the boy size there. And when he was wearing it, I thought, oh, no, they're going to send me one of those little girl shirts too. But no, no, you sent a man size shirt. And thank you very much for that, Star. You are hashtag amazing, hashtag awesome, hashtag super gamer boys. Star, you're amazing. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, in the Facebook page, it's facebook.com slash groundfloorclothing. Go give them a like and leave them a review. Uh, like I said, I'll post some of our pictures of our shirts on our page. And if you like how they look, uh, give her a like and a review. Be like, hey, you're awesome. I like the shirts you did. And if enough people, hey, here's another thing. If you like the shirts, if, ever, if you were like, hey, cool, I want to pick one of those up. How do I get one of those cool shirts? At this point, we have no plan on doing merch sales, but if enough people are interested, maybe we can buy a couple and sell them. So um, hit us up uh, wherever you want and let us know because I know that would be kind of a fun thing to get more and more people uh, wearing these cool shirts and to help support uh, Star in her awesome little shirt printing operation. Go on and support her and give her six stars. Six stars. Do they do that? Well, they should. They should. They should for just for her page. Uh, anyways, that's all we have this week. We love you guys so much. Uh, so far, 2019 is pretty great. Um, so I can only imagine it's going to go up from here, right? It's to the future and beyond. I think it's in, to infinity and beyond. No, no, I, don't, I never heard that one. Okay. Well, we love you guys and we will see you next week. decisions for your company you always look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your process to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents books and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online schedule package pickups through the dashboard, and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers, with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.